Testing, testing, one, two, three. You didn't tell me we were recording. What's the ESPN? I don't know. No, that's Terminator. That's Terminator. I don't know. Well, you can test it. There you go. There we go. that was a good intro ladies and gentlemen if you're listening right now go to brainsamich.com that's brain s-a-m-i-c-h.com why sign up for the vip experience you're missing really funny episodes our last one was was great i was pissed drunk well and we were i was i was gossiping about a particular someone i met once that was just and in future i'll probably have more stories about that individual if you haven't listened to that episode it's vip episode six sign up for the mailing list go back and listen to it it's about dumbass parents and it was awesome yeah yeah you're missing out it's totally free 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 (laughs) sunday 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 still comes out on tuesday Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Gotta get down on Tuesday. Tuesday. Follow us on Twitter at Brain Sandwich, exactly spelled as it sounds. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they mm. kept spelling out. It's actually somebody I work with. They were saying, oh, sandwich, and spelling it with two M's. I was like, is that like an American thing? Because us Canadians, it's a Is single... it who I think it is? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because I think I have, I've, uh, when we first started the podcast, I think somebody else has said, was it S A M M I C H? And I said, no, why would it be that way? <laughs> I, honestly, they're really like sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> sandwich is not a word. Yeah, let's, I know. Let's, but we, our whole thinking of it, let's not put too many consonants in the title. No. Don't no. want to confuse the Dumbos. Well, exactly. And you know what? It's 2017. We can do what we want. We were born this way, all that kind of shit. Uh, born this way. Poker face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's interesting that I find about? <laughs> you know what's interesting that I find about um, um, Lady Gaga is that um, there are times I find her attractive, but then there are a lot of times where I do not. <laughs> like, and and not mean not meaning just because she wears like crazy dresses or whatever. No, but there's literally times I've seen her in like music videos and stuff. I'm like, okay, well, she's pretty good looking, and she's uh, now. Now I'm not taking anything away from her musical ability. I, I she is a good singer, um, but then there are times where I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> and I guarantee you, girls think the same way about guys too. Like I'm pretty sure there are times when guys, like certain guys, because most girls that I that I uh, I I find attractive are always pretty much attractive all the time. But you'll get the odd ones where... Wow, that's a very arrogant statement. You think women that you find attractive are the only attractive all the time women? To me, yes. You bitch. How is that? <laughs> no, no, continue to make your point. I'm literally just bitching to bitch. <laughs> um, I've got whiskey in hand. I don't need reason. <laughs> yeah, you don't need... Whiskey's in hand, reason out the door. To the whiskey! To, to the, the wow! <laughs> Till sweat drops from this glass. Down, whisk, whisk... Balls. What? <laughs> Down whiskery balls? Ew. <laughs> but, but have you ever seen a, a celebrity that you found attractive that is like that? Like, well, sometimes you're like, well, they're really pretty looking right now. But then other times you're just like, whoa, hey, oh, whoo. Hey. Honestly, I don't find many, if any, celebrities attractive. And I don't know what it is. It might be like the overdoneness of the faces. The, the faces. Uh, I really, on. I hate makeup. Oh no! I, and I'm the same. Like to an unreal standard, though. I'm I'm the same way. I, I uh, especially like if you go on Instagram and stuff. The amount of chicks on there, uh, or ladies, on there that just are cake, literally caked on with makeup. You just go, well, that's not really you. And like, I appreciate a girl. I've met girls before that actually look better without makeup on than with makeup on now mind you that could have been their skill level of putting on makeup whatever but or it could have been the fact that they were fucking lying why <laughs> no but i'm i'm the same way i think i think that most women look more attractive without makeup and again that's probably my bias against makeup unless it's somebody who relies on makeup so heavily that they've 
like clogged all the pores in their skin or you know i don't know well i saw actually i saw a picture on reddit the other day on the front page your picture on reddit oh bang um and it was a girl she said uh spent like two months without putting on makeup um and uh something like to the effect of like i, I hope i look uh, body conscious blah 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 bullshit like that and i looked at the picture i'm like no you're just naturally attractive like with no makeup on she was still naturally good looking and it i guess it's this mentality that society has where you girls have to put makeup on in order to look pretty which yeah. is not true at all i mean honestly i think that's just i don't want to be the guy that's like that's a stereotype pe- perpetuated by blah 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 and, but honestly if a guy wants that much makeup on you or a girl for that matter they're really just reaching for something unattainable and unrealistic. Like again, I think it, it, it at least I want to see definition in someone's face. I don't want to see a smooth palette. Well, and, and it might just be for me uh, saying this, but again, it, putting on makeup is like photoshopping a picture. You're not seeing the true individual. And yeah, I know there's that whole bullshit about oh, uh, beauty is more, deeper than skin or deep or whatever it's called. <laughs> you don't know what the. F- <laughs> you're saying yeah but you know what i mean right <laughs> the the beauty is more than skin deep or whatever but still i first of all i hate that mantra i think it's called a mantra right or no a it's saying, not a mantra saying <laughs> a saying yeah uh, a be, mantra is like oh because yes you can definitely become attracted to someone a lot the longer time you spend with them or whatever but also you still have to genuinely be attracted to the individual in the first place like um and i know that it's just i don't know i don't necessarily think that's true like i you there has to be some kind of connection unless you've grown up with the person or been around the person for a long time where that kind of attraction can build but well that's what i mean like but you i've met people who either give a bad first impression or something and then you kind of grow into it or yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've heard of stories of people who even don't they when they first initially get with somebody they don't find them attractive whatsoever and it's like oh yeah it completely changed over time yeah like a friend i have a friend who actually did that i was like really does that is that how that works and write down their name i want to know or do i oh, know you them? don't know who it oh, is okay um but then there can be the complete opposite too somebody that you find oh like, i'm so in love with you in like five months like, oh i f- i hate your guts <laughs> you're an asshole <laughs> like and and i've seen that on multiple occasions with people i know that like the they find the one, um, not Neo, but the one, um, and bitches be taking the red pill, huh? <laughs> Morpheus, <laughs> um, and then within a couple of months of dating them, or or even people who have been with them even longer, like a couple of years, the magic or just fades. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I guess society, everybody's different though. That's the thing. Like just because. I I am attracted to people this particular way doesn't necessarily mean you are and vice versa. And what we're trying to say is that we are always attracted to our audience. You guys are the sexiest bunch of bitches. That is true. And by I don't mean offensive bitches. I mean great bitches. Yeah. You, like you, my bitches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are all our bottom bitches. Whoa. You build the. Oh, sorry, I was moving. Oh, the damn it! It's on the trash can. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, I was fiddling with the cord. Whatever. Um, shoutouts. We promised we would do shoutouts. Yes. Uh, we had a poll just a couple days ago to decide. Sexy, sexy stripper poll. To decide what this episode would be. It was a near split until we had one deciding vote. It Somebody came, changed their yeah. mind. <laughs> it came up to, well, I'll start with the shoutouts, I guess. It came out to, because uh, w- what was the poll initially at? It was The poll was split. 32% for college is stupid and 32 percent for minimum wage is stupid and mm-hmm. there's one person who decided last minute to change their mind uh well this just in if we want to be current current uh-oh it has Did... changed oh f- <laughs> and i know you were trying to figure out how to close down the poll but right now well it's gonna keep going because i think i set the poll for three days but anyway well, but no i mean as of recording um minimum wage has eked out college mm, yeah by how many votes uh what's the split 32 and 31 percent for college and 33 for minimum wage Ooh, so that's that's some nifty people yeah so thanks everybody for voted and for the people who shouted us thanks out for everyone or retweeted rather yeah 
Um, but when, when, before we started recording, when we were going to figure out what this topic of this, today's episode was going to be, it came down to one vote and it was from shout out to Varmints, uh, the only podcast about animals you need on iTunes, subscribe. Um, and they ended up wanting to change their vote from going to Mars is stupid to college is stupid. Fickle minded so motherfuckers. It is strictly up to the Varmints uh, Twitter page the reason that we're talking about college today. You totally brought this one home, guys. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, guys. Um, uh, not my president, hashtag. <laughs> Rest of the list. Uh, okay, and then we have Mr. No Name, uh, just stupid guy trying to make some awesome shit. Um, and then our beloved Aussie friend, Corey. Always, he always. Pretty much Corey. gets out a shout out every episode. So, where's my shout out? What up, <laughs> Did you see the Twitter thing where somebody was like, somebody tweeted at us saying something like, about Glenn? You know, He's, oh, I didn't... think all America hates Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. That's like a consistent thing now where everybody's like, oh yeah, I'm really liking this Glenn thing. I was like, well, he, he is kind of a jackass. Yeah, and then uh, Josh Hickman. Uh, he does another blog. Once you read one, you can't... You've read them all, right? Hmm. <laughs> and then... Uh, all right, the, Justin, come on. All right, and then there's the varmints one I I want to get to about. word of the day. And then <laughs> we've only gone, what, 11 minutes in? <laughs> well, we got a lot to talk about. College oh. is really stupid. Oh, it is, true. And then we got No Ordinary Nerd is another uh, podcast. And then... Um, dumb dungeons and dragons. Nice. <laughs> we are four friends who host a fun and exciting D and D podcast. Uh, and then what are your six that you had? So we have the Watts Brother Double Take Podcast that's sports related. Amanda McLean, just somebody who was shouting us out. Shuffle Pod, No Boundaries Podcast. We always like those. Woo-woo. Fast Hunter Four YouTuber, up and coming. Jerry and Cal podcast about crazy shit. Well, it's like that shit. Shit. And Cedric Ramos. Ramos. Who is a rocket propulsion engineer, Jamaican, Puerto Rican born, and is a dad. Yes. Yeah. Great guy. (laughs) (laughs) Super, super dude. You're a super dude. And he likes DC. That's great. Right. Yeah. He's Aquaman fan. Well, and Superman. Well... What's yes. wrong with Superman? Nothing, you like no. Superman. I, like, I do, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs> with that being said, Justin. What? Guess what? What? It's word of the deal. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I was going to. Are you going to explain to them what well, we're Well, not about? now. <laughs> <laughs> you just got Girl, it. you just ruined it. <laughs> His head went side to side. <laughs> snappy, snappy. Snaps, Go snap, ahead and explain snap. it since you ruined my groove, bitch. No, if you want if you want if you want Stella to get her groove back. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, word of the day. I give Justin a word. It's an obscure word usually. Something he's never heard before. Maybe he has heard of it. Probably not. He then, in his mind, pulls out a definition that he already knows. Because obviously I know every word. He doesn't. No, no. I'm pretty No, no. Like I no, I, I need no. to look at the numbers here, but I'm pretty sure we're at least 97% no, correct, right? No, no, you can't jump that far and like, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the last episode you're like, I'm like 85%, I'm like 87%, I'm like, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Justin. Yes. Your word. Yes. Lacuscular. Lacuscular? Yes. Would you like me to spell it? Yes, please. Lacuscular. L-A-C-U-S-C-U-L-A-R. Lacuscular. Okay, I'm not going to look up the you word. You better not or no. I'll <laughs> punch you. <laughs> um, but I'm looking up how to exactly pronounce this. How to pronounce what? Um, oh, never mind. You can't look up how to the I'm word. I'm not going to pronounce that word. Just go with what you got. <laughs> okay. Lacuscular? Yes. Lacuscular? Lacuscular? Lacuscular. Killer. Killer. La- okay. Lacus Cular. Lacus Cular. <laughs> That's your word, Justin. Lacus Cular. Okay. Now, Ferris Bueller? <laughs> Ferris Bueller? Um, uh, so. It was actually a working title for Ferris Bueller's yeah, well, Day Off. Lacus Cular's Day Off. Did you know? Um, not many people know this, but it was actually developed in the, uh, the Star Trek universe. Because, uh, uh, and I, I'm pretty sure it was a Star Trek. U- yeah, no, it's a Star Trek universe. I'm going to be confident on this one. Uh, because there was a character, and I don't remember, the Star Trek fans out there can uh, 
tell me which oh, they're which just, series it was. They're just going to chap your ass out. Well, that's why I'm wrong. giving them the options. Options. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not confident on, on what, uh, if it was the... Uh, the uh, original series, Next Generation, or whatever, Voyager. Uh, or one of the movies, maybe. Um, and I hope I'm even correct. But there was a character called Lacutus, and uh, and basically it was a term to uh, decide when um, Lacutus ran in a complete circle, and it was Lacuscular. Le- yeah, it was like circular. But lacuscularly, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, but lacutus is. I just looked it up. Uh, it was in the Next Generation, and it was the Borg that Jean Luc Picard, Jean Luc Picard, <laughs> Professor into, X. Yeah, when Professor X changed into a Borg in the third X Men movie, <laughs> is that the one where he's walking on the underside of the Enterprise ship? I think so. And it was, yeah, Lieutenant Worf is like shooting at him or something. Where he's like. Yeah. Wasn't there like a cheesy line delivery? Like, didn't somebody say like Hasta la Vista or something like stupid? Oh, like that? I don't remember because they've, they've dealt with the Borg on multiple occasions. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's when Lacutus walks in a particular shape and that's Lacutus. You, you, you know what I said. <laughs> Am I right? Because I'm pretty right, right? No. Yeah. So we're going to, I think we're going to take this one. Like, if we want to be literal about this, I think your score is zero still no 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 i'm pretty sure it's not 23 episodes in and you we'll haven't have to gotten go to the sing- judges we'll i mean the, the closest one you had was the sasquatch one we'll have to go to the judges on this one then the judges say i am say, the judge Glenn? what do you say no what <laughs> thanks glenn <laughs> ah you're the greatest i'm gonna poke that other eye out glenn lacuscular of like or pertaining to pools <laughs> well, because I, there was a part of the definition I forgot to tell you about. Oh, of course. It's when he's, it's when Lacutus is walking around in pools. That's the thing. Oh, okay. yeah. See now it all. He's lacusculaarily, lacusculating <laughs> in lacusculars. He's lacusculating. Wow, that's quite the word. You know, I saw a funny meme the other day that said, um, "Add ing to any movie title and see how it cha- drastically changes the movie." Fear and loathing in Las Vegasing, <laughs> <laughs> and the, the example that they used was Jurassic Parking. <laughs> it was, it was uh, um, uh, the um, the what was the name of the scientist, the Sam Neill's character. Anyway, oh, Doctor, oh, damn it, Sam yeah. Neill teaches a T Rex how to back up properly. <laughs> <laughs> Or so, like, what would be another good one? Uh, let's think see. of an action movie. Think of an action movie. Um, time copping. Time copping. <laughs> <laughs> Cop outing. Yeah, he he's he, he's copping out of some time. Yeah, or he's coming out of the closet. Oh, Bruce Willis comes out of the closet. No, it wasn't. Time cop wasn't Bruce. No, Willis. cop out. Cop outing. Oh, okay. Cop outing. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. I, I thought we were or Tracy talking. Martin. <laughs> hey, you know, yeah. guys. Oh no, I can't no, do his voice. <laughs> I'm Brian Fellows. I'm Brian Fellows. <laughs> God, we got way off topic here. Mm-hmm. So, um, Justin, yes. What do you think of college? Uh, well, it's this mystery place that I've never. Well, I've been to for a week. Um, and, oh yeah, yeah. Yes, me and Justin did go to college together. Oh yeah, we were into in college together, weren't we? At the same, yeah, because we graduated at the same time. Even though you're just you're in a different grade than me, because I stayed an extra year. Well, we don't use grades anymore. We haven't been in grade school since high school. A decade. Oh God, it's, or more. No, it's been a decade. It's been ten years this year. Ooh, yeah. We Whoa. should have a party. This is party, party, party. Yeah, <laughs> that's a Justin Bieber's songs, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, for me, whiskey. <laughs> um, for me, honestly, do I regret not staying in college? Kind of. <sighs> do I regret not s- or saving money? Yeah. No. Do I? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. That's the thing. Like, I find I and this could be different in other countries. I don't know what America's like or what like Australia is like. America. America. Pew pew. Um. But they in, don't have college in Australia. It's just knife school. It's just, it's just kangaroo school. <laughs> How to care for kangaroos and sharpen knives. <laughs> you sharpen knives on kangaroos. Boomerang toss 101. Oh, did, oh, I don't know if that the, the, 
the tweet's been out yet, but it'll be out by the time this is out. Because we talk about Australia in the last episode, What? Right? You mean our tweets aren't live? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Glenn, help us here. Glenn, help us. I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, shut up. Um, I found this funny meme that was... Uh, I I changed... I, I co-opted the meme and put it onto the uh, James Vanderdouche um, crying picture. Ah, lovely. And My personal said, favorite. And it said, I got a new boomerang. I tried to throw the old one away. It came back. <laughs> <laughs> the crying meme? Yeah. I saw that when I was checking them out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I find it in Canada, at least, in college levels. Yeah. No, I'm only speaking from a college perspective because I didn't take you anything in university. Um, it just, personally, with the colleges around here, I just didn't find a lot to choose from in regards to, because even at a younger age, I thought, okay, I need a course that is going to be easily to easily is going to be able to get me a job easily, and also one that I'll enjoy, and one that I don't feel like I'll be wasting money off of. Which, unfortunately, all the courses that I looked at didn't fit any of those categories. Well, and realistically, what you were interested in photography mm-hmm. is an art, and we've had the discussion many times before that art you can teach art to a certain degree like i know some people get a lot of like acting schools and those sort of things i'm an actor (laughs) but i don't know photography it's just it's a visual art if you like how something looks you take a picture of it well and and that's the thing that i had uh the only reason i left and it's not even technically a constructive visual art it's more of a reproductive Mm -hmm. (laughs) reproductive (laughs) visual art where you take something that exists and you find which manner of lighting and mm-hmm. kind of direction that you like, you snap it. Whereas, like, I don't know, it's not drawn. It's not drawn. Well, and my issue was and the reason that I only um, stayed there for a week was because the particular college that I was going to, it only had a photojournalism class. It didn't have a photography class. Or, like, yeah. you couldn't major, well, not major, but get a diploma in photography arts or something like that um there has to be some sort of written or technical element to it which honestly like i know you and it's like it's not no you're not interested in being a journalist you want to be a photographer or you did at the time yeah and uh and i liked the time i spent there like it wasn't i didn't hate it at all um some of the people I didn't hate the people because I only had a week, so I didn't really get to know the people. But some of the people, I'm going to form an opinion. Yeah, of you. <laughs> some of the people, I, I kind of, uh, I kind of could figure that I wouldn't get along with them <laughs> in the long because there was a lot. Anytime you do anything with the arts, and you probably get a lot of this in business aspect too, you get some really pretentious assholes. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to photography, at least, you get a lot of people, especially at that age when you're 17, 18. That are, and I think we talked about this on another episode where I was rolling up and I would see people pulling out their gear. And I'm like, that gear is worth more than my parents' car. Like, how do you afford to have this stuff? Like, it's a four or $5,000 camera, not including the two or $3,000 lens on top of that when they're 17 years old. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Every part of my camera gear I paid for. And so I just felt like, oh my God, these are a bunch of pricks. Even though. <laughs> They probably were pretty nice. I don't know, but it, oh, opinions at nineteen are naive anyway. Yeah, and and like, did you get a lot of that with business stuff too? N- not in business school. Working in business, uh, I see a lot more yeah. pretentious people now than I did in school. When I was in school, I just saw a lot of dumb people. That's it. You see, yeah, <laughs> like they were just they were I, like I don't know what it was like um, for you, but I just had people that I just like shake my hand. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Here? There's a lot of face palming. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yes, I've business school in college i've never heard you know how people say there's no such thing as dumb questions i've never heard more in my life (laughs) it was embarrassing well i think that that might be and you can maybe back me up on this i think it could be because business was such a common course like it was one of those things that if you did had no idea what to take in college a good starting ground was either business or like a, a basic 
Like yeah, a, you can take the applied arts degree, so you're basically furthering, going further upon your high school, their high school education. At least you're getting something, or mm-hmm. you know, general business, because there were so many facets to it. You could do hotel and yeah. tourism. There was business administration. Then there was sales and marketing. There was, and even the culinary school was considered part of the business school. So yeah, so you probably got a wide umbrella of people. Oh, and we shared a ton of classes with people from all different. Uh, programs like we had conjoining classes with sales and marketing mm-hmm. people and whereas yeah. i pretty much just got people who are photojournalists yeah and my whole thing is as i've said to you before business school is not a school for entrepreneurs mm. it's for people who want to sit in an office and, yeah and just like run papers push push buttons and, and there's nothing wrong with that but honestly it was not what i was expecting and i should have known better but would, would I was you naive. now looking back on that is there anything that you would have done differently then I would have not gone to college or university at all, and I would have self-educated. Like, basically do what I do now. Take courses that I find interesting, find books by people who I aspire to be like, read them. Even if you only take one piece of wisdom out of a good book, it's pretty much worth the money you spend in it. Now, because you, it can drive a whole series of like changes for you. Do you think without those those pieces of paper though behind your name do you think you wouldn't have had uh, gotten as much opportunities um now i know i think we've talked about this but i've never had a single person asked to see any one of my degrees or diplomas really never not Uh, in any job i've done and i've probably because i'm more entrepreneurial i've worked in more companies than most people my age now that's not like job shifting like i usually do contract consultancy work so i move into a company do some things month, two months, maybe a year. Punch some people in the face. Yeah, and then move out. So I, But I've never, ever had... I don't even... Like, I keep it on my resume, but I very rarely ever show my resume because usually I get a referral from somebody. So when I work with a new company, yeah. it's, it's somebody that they've heard from me from somebody else or some opinion. Now, even with your college and university stuff, after that, was it still hard to get going, though? Um, it was, and we, like, again, we've talked about this. I was trying to kind of put myself in an area that I thought I really wanted to be in that there wasn't actually a demand for. Like, Mm. my specialty coming out of school is human resources. And what a shitty, boring kind of way to start your career being a human resources (laughs) consultant. Hire people, or hire people, fire people do some resumes for people, do policy changes. That was probably the worst one. It's like, oh, the government says you should do this, so uh, let me do this for you and write your papers up. But then once you started getting your foot in the door, like it started to snowball a bit. The big snowball factor was deciding, you know what? F*** Canada. I'm going to the U.S. Yeah. Well, in in uh, and I'll speak a little bit in regards to my... Uh, I don't think that made a mark. Yeah, it did. Uh, oh, okay. Can't see from the screen. Um, I'll... Since I didn't spend a lot of time in college, I'll speak kind of from my my perspective of seeing my brother go through college. Mm-hmm. He went to college for to be a firefighter, um, and it's, some of this does make sense, but then some of it's I'm kind of like, oh, it's first of all, he's a year older than me, and he's turning thirty this year, and it wasn't until just last year that he finally is doing something that he took schooling for, right. Um, and it's only on a volunteer status, like a volunteer firefighter. Um, but the problem he had when he left college, and he took, he took, uh, he went to the best firefighting college you could in Ontario. Right. Um, and as soon as he got out of college, he tried everywhere. He threw resumes everywhere he could. Blah 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 blah. Nobody would take him because everybody would say uh, the classic. You gotta know somebody. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is a common thing for them was you had to be over twenty five, which the over twenty five thing I I kind of understand because they want somebody who is a little bit more mature. Yeah, than you want 20. somebody emotionally and mentally mature, mature who's going to be saving lives potentially. Yeah, but then I also I I don't really like that excuse to to some extent because, um. Like you don't necessarily need to throw them into the front lines, 
but kind of get them used to doing stuff like you that. You can definitely bring somebody up and train them in the program, kind of get them used to it. So by the time they're 25 or whatever, when they walk into the fire hall, they have good experience yeah. and you're not throwing a newbie and they're not into a blaze. super green, yeah. yeah. Especially when you're doing something serious and life-saving like a firefighter. It's like taking a guy out of high school and giving him a gun and be like, okay, you're a cop. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, I don't know, but... For the amount of money he spent on college. Now, I don't know how much that college education helped him with his current job, though, because his current job is good. Um, uh, he works in like a factory and he likes it and he's promoted. He's gotten promoted pretty high and quick just because there was a lot of people retiring when he was starting. Um, but I don't know if that really would have if he would have been able to get that job without the education, because that's the, that's the problem that we've been talking about over the last couple of years now, is that we're kind of in a little shift in regards to education, is that for a lot of jobs, not every job, but a lot of jobs nowadays, you don't necessarily need to have seven pieces of paper that say you did this course, that course, blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of like, it's better who you know than what you know. Yeah. Um, now again, there are courses out there. Well, and the whole thing is like, as much as a lot of people like to say it, there's really no correlation to going to college and increasing your knowledge. And I know that's a very controversial statement, like college is where you learn stuff and university and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, there's a correlation maybe. Is it causative? I don't know because I know from experience and know from experience with many hundreds of people that there are great ways to educate yourself that do not require or, you know, even relate to a formal education system. Well, and I think we came, we kind of grew up in the, in a, in our generation, like babies from the eighties, late eighties, kind of grew up in an interesting um, changeover. We're like the leftovers of the Gen X moving into millennials. Mm -hmm. So we have the, we have a perspective of the working class generation, and then we also have the perspective of the lazy, stupid generation. Yeah. No and, offense. And there was a lot of people in our generation that fell on both sides. Yeah. Like Aaron, uh, the guy that owns the comic book store. Slut. Such a slut. Um, he is only a couple years older than me, but he has that really like working class mentality. He's like, I don't care what job I'm going to do. It's for money. Whatever. Yeah. If it sucks whatever i gotta do what i gotta do but then i will even lump me into this category there have been times where i'm super lazy and i've turned down jobs just because i knew i wouldn't like them yeah and so it, it and we're only like maybe two years apart well and i think it's very, it's kind of finicky because as much as a lot of people would say well that's too prideful or this and that but honestly if you know you're the kind of person that emotionally responds to the environment you're in do you want to be in a miserable one for eight hours a day? Mm -hmm. One third of your entire fucking life? Well, and, and and to be honest too, like if if I it was in desperate need and like I needed to get a job as soon as I could, yeah, I wouldn't turn down a job. Like I know we've talked about people that we know that were in certain situations where they needed a job and it was stupid for them, but they kept turning down jobs just because they didn't want to do it. Right. And, and I mean, they had people, they had, it's kind of a bigger difference and, when you have like, uh, yeah, children, yeah. it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm, I'm still young and, and I'm in, I have a lot of help with certain situations and stuff like that. So it wasn't a desperate thing that I needed to do. Um, but yeah, like I, it's tough though. Cause it's, I think there are still some leftovers in regards to the previous generation where there's there's people who are in charge of those businesses and companies and stuff like that that still think you need to have this particular piece of paper depending on the position that you go into like yeah you said no, nobody checks for your res or your education or whatever but it might be an ontario or canadian thing then because i don't even like i i do know that it's it's kind of pervasive on both sides of the border and really no matter where you go there's still kind of that old school mentality that you need a degree in this or that i've been pretty fortunate in that everything that i do in business like i don't just sit around in one particular office and do one thing like i'm exposed to in any given week 
20 to 30 absolutely fresh faces that I've never talked to before that I'm either discussing business details with. And you know what? 90% of all of this stuff goes nowhere. I just mm-hmm. meet somebody, we hit it off, we talk, blah, blah, blah. You network. Extending the network, basically. Yeah. I've been very fortunate in that the number of people I've come across, I've been able to find people who regardless of generation or age gap or any of that stuff are very open to the idea of me working with them to improve their business in certain ways. And that's really, that really just speaks to them and their open-mindedness people who are actually progressive willing to evolve with the times. Yeah. Because a lot of the people like we're talking about some people that are like in their fifties and sixties who you would think are part of that old school mentality where yeah. it's like blue collar this, blah, 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 go to college, man. Well, that's the thing. Like like we said earlier, when we were in high school, it was all like you have to go to college. You have to. If do you're not it. going to college, you got to go to trade school. Yeah, and I I I honestly just think that some people out there aren't made to go to college. Like they're not not necessarily saying that they're dumb or anything. But that they're just not... There are certain environments that certain people don't thrive in. People do have their individual learning styles. Mm -hmm. And college, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, does not cater to every learning style. It caters to one specific learning style. In my opinion, a very horrible one. Well, and and we might get a little controversial here, uh, but I'm just reiterating things I've heard on the internet. It's not necessarily my opinion yet. I do have some personal experiences in regards to this, um, but like you've, I've seen a lot online nowadays where you get certain people saying that the education system is geared a kind of against boys, because if you really think about it, like picture picture back in high school, all the people if you were going to uh, you, uh, one of our teachers, he usually taught like the delinquents or the ones that are ruffians. And Best stuff teacher like ever. Oh, he's great. Um, but I would say probably ninety percent of the people in that class were boys. Yeah. And do you think there's any cor- correlation with that theory? That I would have to look up kind of the data and science, but I do believe that kinesthetic learning like the hands-on kind of learning that most is boys or young men boys. are kind of brought up in is not, it depends on your school too, but it's not something that we were ever exposed to. No. It was literally just sit down, write the test, get it over with. And in, in any of the courses that I took in high school, at least that did do physical things, I excelled at. Whereas anything that I had to write down or um, the teacher did help a lot too, in regards to like, if you had a shitty teacher, pfft, whatever you were hopeless so like even though i'm horrible at english when you and i took english together um when i oh we we oh she was great uh she was the best teacher one of the best teachers ever um but like i excelled because i got on with the teacher and that's when you and i met and so we became friends and we worked well together technically that's not when we met no not when we met but we became friends. We've known each. We've known. It's when each we other. started spending a ridiculous amount of time. Yeah, together like doing stupid stuff. We've we've gone to school together since kindergarten. Yeah, but we didn't really become friends until uh, late high school. Um, but since we worked well together, and we also really enjoyed Miss Paduck and hanging out with her and stuff, and she respected us, so we respected her. So we really excelled. Except for that time I told her that an ostrich ate my homework. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, though. Did well, they she sh- laugh, They though? shouldn't have let me write my own notes. Yeah, like, I don't know if it's different somewhere else, anywhere else, but in Ontario, at least, once you turn 18, you're allowed to write your own notes. And so for a short period of time, most people are 18 before they leave high school. So for a while, you can just write your own notes. I, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't even trying sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think I... Personally speaking, for a guy that has a reading disability who had a lot of struggles in in elementary school and up through high school, I do find that there are certain things that are geared more away from from boys. Post-secondary isn't going to cater to somebody like you, and not necessarily that it should cater, but why should there be placed so much emphasis on it when there's, there's multiple different ways for you to learn yeah. applicable skills in other areas that a you're interested in and b you will excel at well and and this just goes to show and here's another controversial thing but hey boys and girls aren't made the same well that's a big surprise but 
boys and girls' minds work differently. And I'm not saying one's better than the other. No, I'm just saying... Everybody has their own individual take, their own individual way of taking things in, how they apply skills. And I was an extremely, like... That's part of the, the disability, the reading disability I have, is I have a comprehension problem. So if I read a, a piece of paper that's given me instructions to... You kind of you looked at your glass like, oh, it's almost done. <laughs> <laughs> like you're lost. I was actually looking around the rim because there's a... It looks like a chip or something. Oh, but yeah, uh, um, basically if I have uh, instructions on a piece of paper and I read those instructions and then I'm told to do something... I won't really be able to remember those instructions because I can't comprehend written things. But then if you say, or a teacher were to say, this is what you have to do, this is how you do it, this is what you do, then I'll easily be able to do that. Yeah. Like, I'll be straight up. I I killed it in college because as soon as they gave you the syllabus, which outlined all your assignments, all your tests, and what the grading criteria for each one is, like these are 10 page. 10 page documents or whatever i literally just followed the class through syllabus to syllabus handed in the assignments that were asked with basically a checklist of making sure that everything on the syllabus was checked off and many of my classes i scored 100 in like yeah. i finished um my overall grade average college and university combined was a 3.96 gpa at a four somebody's bragging uh, i did all right <laughs> It, yeah, I was the Kobe Bryant of economics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where, <coughs> oh, sorry, stop taking drugs. I can't help it; it's delicious. Um, <laughs> yeah, in, in I don't know, it, it, it's interesting that we live in a world where in a world in a world uh, where they're just afraid to like to say that's true. Like that, that it's clearly. That boys are having trouble in schools, and that they just won't say it. They say, "Oh no, the curriculum's fine." Well, it's we, the boys' problem, not the curriculum. Yeah. Well, I think we've been a over a like. I think there's a lot of value in people, even if it's not necessarily your 100% route. I think there's a lot of value in homeschooling because, mm -hmm. a, your parents spend much more time with you than your teachers or your friends or whatever will. And they probably have a decent idea. Even if you have completely stupid parents, they probably have some indication of yeah. which way you learn, how you act, and could maybe, just maybe, because they know you, tailor your learning that suits no. you. No. I mean, it's such a crazy concept <laughs> that somebody who spends so much time with you might know what's better for you. <laughs> Like, I, I, I would, it, it does interest me. Plus to, the fact that teachers are usually looking after anywhere from 30 to yeah. 500 kids. Yeah, like, it, 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 I know we, we kind of bitch about teachers a lot, but they, in certain schools, yeah, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. It's an uphill struggle. It's completely ridiculous to think, like, yes, we shit on them sometimes, but honestly, it's completely ridiculous to think they can be a hundred percent effective mm -hmm. managing that like sort of load yeah. for what they have to do. Why is that funny? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> but then it, it and then it just surprises you even more when you do get teachers that can manage that amount of people. Like we, out of we've met a few, just a few. Uh, but then I've also met teachers. That are super smart and geniuses and... And they're just terrible at teaching. Yeah, and unfortunately they just can't handle the kids. It's a relation issue. They can't... Um, there's a theory in this in business that when you get to the top, it you're actually the worst person to learn from because by that time when you get to the top, you've actually forgotten the fundamentals. Oh, so you're just kind of so, like, I'm here, whatever. Yeah, to, yeah. Go, back, to go back and teach something basic... Which is something you? you've not even beneath you. It's something you've probably forgotten two decades ago. Oh, so usually younger teachers. That's why younger teachers usually get on well with kids at first. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a comparable. Hmm. No, I can't really think of a good comparison. I like. I want to say like if you had to teach somebody a complete green newbie about photography. You'd have to step back away from your knowledge of like ISO yeah. filters, all this stuff, and like kind of go back to basics and work them up, which is frustrating, really. Oh, when you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. It, okay, a good example is when I'm trying to 
explain, because I hire a lot of interns in my work, and trying to explain things like uh, mailing list conversions, A-B split tests, I'd just be like, oh, yeah, that, to me, it's like this is common sense. But yeah. then I, I remember in my head, it's like, no, it's not common sense for many people. Yeah. And like I've been doing this for like since I was 19. So I'll, I've got to go back and like break down everything I'm doing and try and explain it in, you know, ways that maybe they'll get. Well, and and I've come across that myself when I'm teaching. Like I, 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 over the years, I haven't taught professionally per se, but I've taught people how to do certain things either with photography or tech related stuff like computer stuff. And also I've, I've taught, um, I've done a little bit of teaching how to people how to drive too. And I enjoy doing that. Um, especially the driving thing, because I find that we just need, we need not better teachers in regards to driving, but we need, um, we need people. I don't know how to explain it. Cause the amount of times I've seen people like, or I've heard people tell me like, oh, I can't, I can't stand driving with my mom or dad because my dad just freaks out whenever I do anything, or my mom is just panicking the whole Panicky time. Panicky people are the worst people to be in a car with. Yeah, and and my dad was kind of like that. He's like, oh, oh, you're going too fast. Slow down. And he he would never. They were never. Both of them were never grabbing of the wheel. Um, but I I know people that had grabby parents. I'm like, ah, oh, that's yeah. dangerous. And so when I've taught, when I've tried to teach people how to drive. I'm very calm. I'm relaxed and, and stuff like that. And a couple of times I've had people go like, can't you just teach me how to drive? And I'm like, yeah, well, cause I did get a hundred percent on my exam on my driver's test. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, I, I'm the same way. Like I honestly, if you're that concerned about it, just take somebody out into an open field. Like Christ. Shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> no, with a car. Oh, shoot them with a car. Exactly. <laughs> bullet cars well like okay when when you've taught me stuff about and you can be honest when you've taught me stuff about business has it has it ever been like oh it's kind of frustrating not really no i I, and that is maybe a product of us being on a similar level in the sense that i know what you respond to like we have known each other for a long time so over 10 years now yeah that works a little bit in our favor yeah Um, we know how each other works pretty well like getting somebody completely fresh who like if you try to teach your dad (laughs) oh i would never even attempt to teach him how to definitely nothing i work with can you take a hammer and hammer together Okay, okay, so when you're talking about conversion funnels, do you mean hammers and nails? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was another thing, too, um, that really, uh, in regards to college and stuff, that our parents' generation, it's interesting to see them react to. And I know you've gotten a lot of this um, when when you were telling your parents that you were going to take business and stuff like that, at least from your dad where he was like pushing you to try and do like did your parents push you in like other than your dad did did your parents try to push you into a particular field um i think there was kind of an emphasis on cars and trades because that's what everybody in my family family. did like uh both my brothers are into cars my dad was an auto body mechanic before he moved into construction his brother owns an auto body shop and his other brother worked for that brother and their father was an auto body man. <laughs> so cars were definitely the emphasis. Yeah. And that's why, because um, you kind of know, I'm I'm not a car person. No. I I can do a lot with a car. And that's but just... you just don't care. Yeah, I yeah. really just don't care about cars. Like, I can, I can function with cars really well. Change oil, drop motors out, do all that sort of stuff. Change mufflers. But I just hate spending any time on them and you know what's because really, that was my entire childhood and you know what's really interesting is i'm the complete opposite i really like cars but tell me to change the oil and i don't <laughs> i don't know how to change a fucking thing and i'm just like oh but i really like cars like i'm so tired of like doing brake pads <laughs> yeah no i don't know how to do anything like I, something broke on my car today when i was driving home and uh, I'm like, ah, shit. And it was like 7 o'clock, so all the mechanic places were closed. Um, and it's my... Because my other one broke last year, and the mechanic said, they usually go in pairs, so expect the other one to break. And sure enough, today, uh, it was the, like, uh, left rear upper shock mount. Oh, geez. Shattered today. 
uh, and it sounds horrible when you're driving. But tell me how to change that. I don't have a well. That's the clue. thing because you see, like, okay, Tommy, change the oil. I'm like, okay, I can do this. It doesn't matter what car it is, and they all have different setups. Yeah. But then it'll be like sometime where I'll say, oh, I saw so and so in this, and like, and you'll be like, oh, what vehicle was? That? I was like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like I can be driving at night, and a car can come towards me, and just by the headlights, I can tell you what make and model of that car is. There are some he- headlights I can catch, but I honestly. Headlights just don't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> this is a little off topic from college, but I know we've had this discussion before and how the 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 how cars are getting sexier though. They're, oh, absolutely. Oh. They're so much better than they were when we were kids. Yeah, I would say the 7 the late 70s through the 80s and up to about 2008, that was the dark ages of car design. Like the light just went yeah the light just dimmed a bit. no but after the 2008 recession when car companies like oh you know what maybe we don't need a thousand versions of the cobalt or the pontiac yeah. g6 or whatever it's like maybe we should actually just pick one car refine it really well yeah make it affordable and then holy shit we won't need a bailout from the banks well and, okay prime example here look at kia kia used to be a korean i think it's korean um again i don't know budget car like i we've had two kias and they've been fun cars um but they're like very basic cheap cars like a like a uh uh pontiac um, a a cavalier or a a a grand am an asian version of a cavalier um and but now like you look at the kia lineup they're beautiful looking they're reasonably priced and they're just did I say cool looking? <laughs> like now I know I'm biased because my first car that I purchased out of my own pocket was a Buick. But God, that's well, everything about Buick. Look at those new Malibus and the new um, uh, the Impalas. Impalas with the sharp lines. Yeah, I think we live in a kind of a renaissance of good looking cars. America's finally cotton up. America is finally caught up to what it means to have like nice looking cars, yeah, which exactly. there was there was a phase. Cool. Where there was just... a good 30 years of just disgusting <laughs> looking years. cars. No, really from like 70. And yet everybody's like, well, you can't buy foreign. Now this import, you got to buy American or Canadian made. It's like, why? It's garbage. You know how long it took me to convince my dad to buy an, a, an Asian car? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's and and now my I, my master's Asian and it's that old school mentality. People are just yeah. like, you got to go to college and got to buy a domestic car. Well, and you know what's funny? It, I don't know. We're kind of is there a correlation between crap college and domestic cars? Let's find this out. Let's well, okay, do the let's, data. Okay, I can figure this out. Give me a second. Uh, so now that the college generation is out out of college and now making tons of money they don't want they're not satisfied with just shitty looking cars so now that they have money they want good affordable looking cars because obviously they're they're not at the top of the business ladder yet so they can only afford like entry-level cars but they don't want to buy like a 1995 lumina so they because want, it'll fall apart yeah or because there are none running left uh, yeah <laughs> i just picked a car that we had um but mind you, remember I told you the other day that I saw a like '90s Chevy Astro van, <sighs> no rust on it on, on whatsoever. I kid you not, not a speck of rust. I was like, All "Holy right. shit!" <laughs> and, but um, yeah, I think I think basically our generation is getting to be adults now, so well midlife adults. So we have a bit of money to spend, but we don't want to spend it on shitty looking cars. So we're only buying the cool looking cars with the cool gadgets and whistles and stuff like that on it oh i was actually having this conversation with somebody the other day who was listening to the podcast who said oh my god you won m5 i was like yeah that's my dream car i was like oh my god they're so sexy and they are like the thing is even uh like i know you have a soft spot for the james bond uh bmw oh yeah um it's nostalgic it really honestly a 1997 or 95 uh what that was the it's 1997. It was a BMW. It was an M series something or other. The it was a 500 or was it the 750? Anyway, long story short, I was only an Aston Martin guy. Not so. really long story short anything, but anyway, it's nostalgic. Look nice. 
it probably had something to do with all the spy gadgets. If well, I, yeah. If I had something <laughs> that could like shoot like Gatling guns out of it, I think that'd yeah, be pretty nice. Yeah, and have old Sony phone that you could drive with it. No, oh, Sony. Uh, <laughs> with the fingerprint scanner and the taser. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs one of those. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. uh, I can't even think of any car that, that's either come out pre-2008 to, to, to 1970, let's say, nine, that I find attractive. Yeah, I don't really like. I find my my old Plymouth Acclaim. That was just a funny car. You know what was kind of interesting when it did come out, um, only because it was unique and not completely ugly and had the luxury look to it mm. was the Chrysler three hundred. Uh, the original one or the ones with the big square grill? Uh, I'm like I the bel- more current ones. Not like completely the very square, square ones. Mm, I'd have to think. Like I'm talking about when they first came out. Because uh, when the Chrysler 300s originally came out, they were more like. Um, do you remember the um, Intrepids? The very long, narrow, not narrow, oh, but I thin Intrepids. Definitely not those. Yeah, my buddy Adam had one, and we called it the space car because it was very like futuristic <laughs> looking. Um, okay, so Intrepids you, and you uh, mean the very like chunky chrysler 300s yeah yeah okay yeah no intrepids and neons were like the cars i'm like and cavaliers intrepids neons cavaliers and grand dams i was like or sunfires (laughs) man they're okay every car in the 90s and 2000s topaz uh uh uh, the grand dam grand prix let's just go through the pontiac g5 g6 2005 oh no we had 2001 chevy impala you had one too uh, I hated that car, um, but everybody had one. Yeah, um, even the cops had Impalas. Yeah, mind you, the new Ford cars that the cops use—oh, they look good. The they are literally just Ford Tauruses, but the new design of the Ford Taurus yeah. look mm, on point. Uh, <laughs> on point. And I, because I didn't never really even like the um, the Dodge Challengers. I didn't really like. No, no, it wasn't the Challengers. Chargers. I never really liked the Chargers. Uh, again, that that was something people really clung on to because of like the nostalgia of yeah. like, oh, it's coming back, but it's it's not anything like it was. Here's a here's a nostalgic button that I know you hated was the uh, Dodge Dart when they remade that. Oh, like well, as far as the original Dart, like my my father had an original Dart. My uh, dad did too. Dart Swinger. Yeah. Um, my dad did too. I can't even remember what <laughs> color it was. He I said think, my, my I think dad it was said blue. it was beige. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> it was his mom's car. No, but when they brought that back, I was like, oh, cool. But like, it was literally, it they were like a family wagon. They were trying to friggin' just clamor onto the name and hope that it well, caught. Do, do you like, think they probably did that because the people who know that car and like that car are our parents' age? So they don't want like a big muscle car. I mean, is it a strategic marketing ploy because, okay, these cool guys who had dart swingers now have families, so they got to be cool. And But like the new dart was not cool. No. Well, it... it's like if you're going to call it the dart, like at least bring back some sporty aspect of it. But then again, you can't really do that because they had the charger and they did the cha- challenger. And it's like, okay. Well, I think I think from a marketing standpoint, they usually car companies don't want too many super sporty cars like a a car company like chrysler or dodge or ford they don't want to have too many sporty cars it's a niche market and you can only sell one realistically at the price point that they're going to be because even sports enthusiasts will be like oh yeah i want one charger but then you've got all these other models and it's like it you're oversaturating the market and there's a limited amount of buyers like family buyers are going to be the people you're going after so honestly make a smart safe car that still looks good yeah. so dad's not completely well, pissed with it and then look at the like my brother's a big truck guy and i saw a commercial for chevy the other day and their new chevy silverado it has like a rock. Like a rock. uh it has five different versions of one truck yeah I get like, and that's I get like thing. two or three. That makes sense. like base model, medium yeah. model, but then like you have like the Chevy Silverado like special a, edition, the Kodak XE. Kodiak edition. Yeah, I'm like outdoor four by four, eight by eight, yeah, eight <laughs> by eight, ninety by ninety. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, trucks is a whole other topic. It becomes be hard because at a point you can only sell so many of these differing models. You got to find the common denominators and go yeah. like, okay, base model people like lower income families middle and then you have the luxury brand obviously yeah 
Yeah, but on that note, I think we'll. Wow, put we it really, to an end. we really stepped off the college thing. I know. Okay, I'm My gonna, fault. I'm gonna drill this in right here. Just do what's good for you, people. Just hey, hey guys, just like you know, whatever you think is going good, just do that, bro. Read some books. Well, that's the thing. Okay, well, we'll end it with with going back on college. We'll come and full circle. We're gonna end the episode, but we're not. Well, we're gonna keep talking. Well, I saw our time, but um, yeah, just just. Be confident in regards to like if you if you know you want to do something, there's so many different outlets that you can learn from. Yeah, it's never like you're there's YouTube, there's still libraries out there, people. There's books you can order online, there's there's courses you can take online. You don't have to go to college unless you're doing something that you definitely need the piece of paper for, like like a teacher or an ostrich farmer or <laughs> or or like think of another job that you would de- like a doctor. Like you can't just be like, I watch a ton of YouTube videos. I know how to uh, do open heart surgery. That's not actually. I know that you happened. can become a heart surgeon without medical training. Legally though, scary. Legally though, oh, what is legally really? That's subjective. <laughs> well, honestly, I. Now I'm not going to say that you should go out and try and be a doctor without going to medical school, <laughs> but in reality, you can learn anything. Well, okay. <laughs> if you needed open heart surgery and you could pick between this doctor, uh, Doctor A, I would have picked the guy who that did, did YouTube videos. No, not the guy who did YouTube videos. The guy who completely lied about his qualifications and was performing heart surgery for like twenty years, and he taught at like NYU or something, and he trained everybody to do open heart surgery, <laughs> and he had never been a doctor. Guy was just good. Yeah. Well, sometimes you just have a knack for it. I, somebody told me today that they had a doctor's appointment the other day, and the doctor threw them off because he walked into the room, and the doctor, it was an old guy, the doctor still had one of those like headbands with a little mirror on it. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, they still use That's those? some Bugs Bunny shit right there. <laughs> Brain Sandwich is produced and edited by us, Tommy and Justin. If you want to hear more episodes, check out our website at brainsamich.com. That's brain, S-A-M-I-C-H.com. You'll be able to find links to our social pages such as Twitter and Facebook. So come say hi. We always reply. Also, remember to give us a review on iTunes. It helps out the show a lot and we really appreciate it. Lastly, if you want to listen to special unaired or hidden episodes of Brain Sandwich, you can sign up for our free mailing list on our site. We'll also be giving away exclusive perks and rewards.